0: Uh, Mr. Masibi, can you tell us about the findings of this investigation into the chairman's conduct that led to his dismissal? How long did he stay on the property with his family and was he aware that he was flouting certain procedures in this, res- in this respect?
1: Yeah, it's such a pity because he's one of the shining examples of the, the, the chairs that we have in our entities. I mean, the, the, the findings basically which led to the decisions that we have now it was mainly about the not following the processes in terms of uh, the hiring of of this particular property. Didn't mean that he wasn't supposed to be uh, in in that property. It's just that the the processes were not followed, and that's basically what led to that particular decision. And in terms of uh, the, the, the period, just to how long he stayed there, uh, he he moved in in December. There was a process to. Uh, renovate his house so he moved in in december and he only left the property i think he stayed there for only three months and then he was out of the
0: property is this a dismissible offense though
1: look uh, uh, unfortunately the minister had to apply her mind on the basis of the report which was in front of her in the recommendations and basically i mean once the rules are broken unfortunately uh, when we deal with government because if there is complacency in terms of her acting. And um, this thing may go to court and may find that she is in trouble even herself. So you would need to look at what is the, the recommendation says in the report and you act on the basis of what is being recommended.
0: Will processing monetary recourse in terms of trying to recoup money from the board chair and, and what does this now mean for process board going forward in terms of the replacement of the board chairperson? Well...
1: Firstly, I think there is a, a, a cost recovery process. I do understand that uh, last week or so he was able to pay because part of it was the fact that he he was renting the, the property below the market rate in terms of he in other words he called a discount in as far as the the, the rental. So I'm sure that he has been able to pay the balance that he was owing. Uh, this happened. Uh, Last week, I'm speaking under correction, but that's a, that's a process. They would have to do that, the part and, and the management there. Uh, so so that, that's basically where, where, what has been, is happening at the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: We also understand there's a consequence management for other staff members in this regard. How many staff members were involved in this matter, and are they facing dismissal?
1: Yes, I'm, I'm not too sure of the ma- number, but it's, it's not just one person that are, are facing uh, consequence management. But, indeed, that is happening. Uh, those are the people which we think may have ill-advised the chair to, to take the, the, the decisions that you took, uh, which we believe was the, the error of judgment on his part. So, yes, indeed, that, it, that uh, process, which is why it's also difficult to make the findings of the reports available because there are names of people who are still undergoing that specific process. I think at some point... We would make those uh, findings uh, available once the the process is concluded.
0: Mm. On another matter, and this would be a mess of me if I don't ask you this question, what is government and the Transport Ministry doing to deal with the impasse between the taxi and Uber drivers in Soweto?
1: Look, I I think that issue is now a criminal issue. And uh, the the way the the e-hailers have been attacked... We believe that the, the police and the justice class are needed to play an important role. So we, we've been liaising with the police department, and they are involved quite highly involved in that, so that they can deal with the criminality and, and arrest those who are involved. So we understand today there's some kind of a demonstration which is happening. They're exercising their democratic right, but as the department was saying that what is very important is for us to fast, I mean to fast track the issue of the amendment of the Act so that we, we can have the regulations in place to be able to regulate the industry properly. doesn't mean that there isn't any mechanism in place at the moment. We're having what we call the, the, the charter uh, operating licenses that are being currently issued to the Uber operators, and we believe that works. Uh, but the space in terms of the contestation, supposed to be a healthy competition, but it, it, it just turning out to be a criminality, which is why we're seeing the justice cluster and uh, net joints need, need to play their part in terms of arresting those who are involved in such criminal activities.
0: Mm-hmm. So talking about net joints, um, have they been in discussions uh, about safety measures to curb further violent incidents in that industry?
1: Yes. The, the issue of uh, criminality in that sector is high on the agenda of Net NetJoint and the Justice Cluster. They continue to engage with us as well in terms of how this needs to be resolved, because part of it, arresting the criminals is one thing, but also there needs to be discussions around, uh, at the leadership level, around such issues, so that we think the taxi industry and the e-mailer uh, sector, they must denounce such acts of violence, so that they also address their members, because those are the guys who are involved in terms of uh, uh, instigating such violence. So they need to be speaking to those members so that they can, they can desist from doing such things.
0: Still on further PRASA matters, Mr. Mcebe, uh when I drive around Johannesburg, I see a lot of upgrades at some of the stations and some of the rail lines. How far is the PRASA Rail Recovery Programme?
1: We're quite excited about that because part of why we are quite disappointed that the chair is gone. Is gone. He has let Brasca uh, under very difficult conditions and under the COVID-19. Remember, when we were under COVID-19, the lockdown in particular, they were vandalism, there was vandalism in all our rail infrastructure. So we've had to start, start from scratch in terms of rebuilding our rail infrastructure, and he led that process. So we've recovered about 13 lines across the country, and that means that the passenger rail savings is back into our communities. So Brasca had forecast about 10 rail lines to be to be be recovered, and uh, Chair was able to lead the board and the management to be able to to, to, to recover more than that, which is about 13 rail lines. Mm. So we will continue on that trajectory. There is a rail recovery program. Uh, so what you are seeing, the upgrades in, in, in some of these lines, it is part of that specific program. We have recovered in Soweto. You go to Tshwane, to, to, to uh, So most of those lines have been recovered during this period. Even in, in Cape Town, the central line, it is part of the recovery program. So we will continue to do so so that we are able to ensure that the rail service goes back into our communities.
0: What about, what about protection yeah. of those rail services? Uh, have you got a police system in place for the rail system?
1: Yes, there's always been the rail police. Uh, they're working with us. They're part of our system. But we've also ensured that the security companies that are part of it so that they also safeguard our rail infrastructure so that there is no retreat. Of what happened during the the, the lockdown period.